0: Hello, Blood Brothers and Sanguine Sisters, and welcome to Deeply Discussing Dexter. I'm your host, Dale Maxfield. I'm joined by Aaron Caldwell. Hello. Brick Merritt. Hi. And Zach Roland. Hi. And today we are discussing Season 2, Episode 12, The British Invasion, the finale of Season 2. Uh, we've got the end of Lila, sadly, the end of Dokes, and the aftermath after things wrap up surprisingly quickly. uh, What did you guys think of this episode overall?
1: Yeah, well, when you say the end of Lila, it breaks my heart. Uh, It truly, it truly just... (laughs) Well, he broke hers, too. (laughs) It truly kills me to think that Lila will no longer be uh, gracing us with her presence. But, um, yeah... I really liked this episode. I think it started off great because we got the res- the resolution of the cliffhanger, and then it it lulled for a hot second, and then it picked right back up, but then went very quickly. So yes, I agreed that it was quick, but I still enjoyed it.
2: For a season finale, it it did a lot. I mean, a lot happened, but... Uh, I think they needed to go to keep the dokes thing going a little bit further and maybe shorten the Lila stuff. It was just too campy and cheesy, but, you know, Lila's horrible. I mean, I'm glad she died. That was good.
3: I really enjoyed this
2: episode.
3: It was very cathartic as a fan of the show. Um, But it was also very strange because like right off the bat everything is resolved and then you're just wow
0: yeah in the first 10 minutes everything that the season has been building towards is over um and that's unexpected and then it doesn't seem like they really have much else to do with the episode and then they kind of slowly build up another uh another chapter to go into it's very weird I think it's funny that after uh, talking about last time how we wanted a Lila montage that went over uh, You Have a Friend in Me, that at the end of this episode she was singing You Have a Knife in Me. So it's kind of a, that juxtaposition there. But uh, we begin with uh, right after the cliffhanger from last episode with Lila looking into the cabin where Doakes is being held. Lila finds a ridiculously large axe. Dexter stalls, going along with Deb to look for Dokes by doing dishes. It's a pretext so he can get to the cabin first and let Dokes out. Lila breaks through with the giant axe and finds Dokes. Dokes tells Lila that he found out that Dexter is the Bay Harbor butcher and that's why he was locked up. Lila starts crying and says how alone he must feel, meaning Dexter, hiding this big of a secret. Doakes asks if she's Dexter's accomplice, and Lila says, I'm his soulmate. She starts a fire and turns on the gas. Dokes screams at her, this is murder. Uh, Dokes gets out of the cage, but Lila has barred the door with the axe, and he tries to get to the gas main to turn it off, but it explodes. Lila watches the, as the entire cabin uh, blows apart.
1: Yeah, just, you know, Do- Lila really just you know, pouring her heart out for Dexter <laughs> and and being there for him and helping him to complete his master opus, I think, was exquisite. Hashtag uh, you know, Dokes to- deserved better.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, right? Man, that it was crazy, though, Like to, to see that happen, I think, even the first time. I, I guess you kind of expect it, but at the same time, you're like, uh, And then you realize how much you truly love Dokes. Like you're and I and then you're like oh no 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 no, uh, for me that's at least how I felt um, and I'm I'm sad I'm so sad that he's not gonna be with us for six more seasons. Yeah,
2: I was so sad too. I just my my heart kind of broke a little. When when oh, he <sighs> when he realizes
3: that Lila's bad news, doesn't he like mumble to himself, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs>
2: If he didn't, he should've. I don't know. I don't remember if he did, but, I mean, it was implied, so.
1: Well, he definitely, he said it, uh, it's silent, but he says it straight to that fire. (laughs) He looks like when he's (laughs) he runs at the fire and it's silent, but you can read it on his lips. It it was a great moment. It was the best way for him to go out if he had to go.
0: Yeah. I just, like, I would love to have a scene with him in Lundy. Um, I would love to have, like, have something uh, a little bit more concrete, where you know maybe it's he, you know, he's trying to plead his case a little bit, or um, he ends up dying in a shootout or something like that. I just, I really had a problem with the fact that Lyle is the one that kills him. I would have been fine with like her saving Dexter from. Uh, suspicion by like letting him out or something along those lines. But the fact that like she doesn't, it's weird. Like she doesn't know that she's helping Dexter when she does it. So it's really, it seems really weird and really out of place that she leaves him in the cage and she sets this stuff in motion to blow up and he just happens to get out of the cage Fast enough to get to the door and see that it's locked, and then blow up.
3: But is it weird? I mean, with all the weird stuff that she has done this season, it seems kind of right for her.
0: I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's wrong for Lila. I don't think it's. It's like a, a not a part of her character. I just think it doesn't. Like it doesn't. Quite makes sense. Why is she killing Dokes on his behalf? He's he's already locked up. Like why not call Dexter and say you know I'm at the cabin. We need to talk. Or you know as soon as I hang up with you, I'm calling the police and telling them where he is. So you'd better come deal with this. Like it it's weird to me that that's her. That's her immediate plan. And she's right, but I don't know how she knows that she's right, if that makes sense. Well,
2: and she would, like you said, she would use him more as a pawn. You know, she would use him to not kill him immediately. It was really a rushed, um, rushed scene, and it was really abrupt and unsatisfying for Lila to be the one who did it. Much more they could have done with that. That's why I was a little bit disappointed in this episode really could have played a lot more and, and built up to, to Dokes dying in whatever way, because, you know, he did have to die, but um, they just wanted to kind of get that out of the way so they could do more with Lila, and I don't understand that.
0: I mean, it's, yeah, it's about taking our tension about is Dokes gonna, or is uh, Dexter gonna get there in time to let Dokes out, out of the cage to, to continue to, or to complete the frame job, And Lila getting there, him getting out, and him blowing up solves that problem. But that's like, it's very much a, we're solving a story problem, not the character problem or the... It's just like, they manufactured this issue of the FBI closing in on where Doakes was last seen. And keeping Dexter away from it long enough that... It's going to be close whether he can get there or not, and then they throw Lila into the mix, and like it's that's all I'm getting at is like it's weird that Lila thinks the right thing to do or the thing that would would get Dexter back is to blow up the cabin. It's a it's a strange oh. choice.
2: He does say, you know, that he knows that Dexter's the Bay Harbor Butcher, but like you said, he he doesn't know how that fits in, or you know, where that could go, or that Dokes could expose Dexter. There was no urgency for her. Yeah. And the the reasoning.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, she should I mean, all things being equal, if this had happened like three episodes ago, she would have gotten back in the Jeep and drove back. Or she would have sat there and waited with the axe in the door until Dexter showed up. She would have called and said, I'm at your Heidi spot with uh, with James, your friend, so come find me before I let him out. You've got right. an hour kind of thing.
1: She would have used him to lure Dexter to her as he would use Dokes's
0: bait rather than dispose of him. It does That's seem strange. Like, that makes more sense to me. Yeah. I see yeah. that. I see that. Yeah. That would
2: have been more true to character it just it was just it just felt like they just wanted to get Dokes out quickly for this episode so they could make it all about the Lila show.
0: Yeah. Because otherwise that, that first ten minutes of the episode becomes the whole episode. Um that that tension of Dexter trying to get there before they do and sneak past and do what he's gonna do with Dokes and Um, like he was ready for Dokes to blame him and for him to just be able to get out of it because, you know, Dokes has already demonstrated that he hates Dexter and the frame's already there, so yeah. Deb shows up at the scene. They have not found more than pieces of a body yet. Uh, this cross fades into the next day in full sunlight. The police find a torso in the pond. Masuka says it was definitely burning the explosion and the man was alive when it happened. Masuka thinks that it's Dokes, but they'll need dental records to identify him for sure. Adams and Matthews are there. They find the kill tools and the body of one of Dexter's victims. Dexter stops Lagorta from looking at the remains. Dexter decides the only way to honor Dokes' sacrifice is to embrace his freedom. One thing I wanted to, to point out there, you know, now that I've I've seen this episode a couple of times, I think this is the third time I've watched it. Um when the they show the inside of the cabin when it explodes. And it basically throws Dokes straight back from the gas main, like up against the doors, or that same wall that the doors are on. He goes flying back direct, like straight from the explosion. Uh, and then they find him in the pond. There's no point, because they go back and then they show the exterior of the cabin exploding. You never see anything as big as Doakes' torso go out of that building and fall into the pond. It's just, like, little splinters and stuff that fall in there.
1: Yeah, or appendages either. You don't really see the appendages separate from the body in the blast. It's like... Yeah. Yeah, I, I know, I know. It seems weird, because I was like, wait, I was thinking about that. I was like, I don't remember seeing anything splash into the pond. What? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like they, they went there with the effect, but then they didn't go the full way there with the effect and show the actual body incinerating.
1: I think and this is just us being really nitpicky, but it does make a difference when you're when you like yeah. hear something and then you're like that's not how I saw it though. So it it kind of does make you second guess it.
0: Yeah. It's weird. Yep.
2: Definitely a valid complaint. I don't think it's nitpicky. I think it's pretty. I mean, somebody wasn't doing their job. <laughs> a lot of people missed that. Yeah,
0: I think it was. Uh, I, I think it was a, a issue with how how they presented the information. Like for example, if they had switched those shots, if they had shown the exterior of the cabin blow up first, and then gone to the internal uh, shot, then it's then it's up for debate whether his body flies out of the building, right? But because they show them in the order that they do, it's like, no, that's the end of the explosion, and nobody, nothing fell out of the house that, that was, was that big.
2: Rolled all the way down <laughs> into the pond, I guess. <laughs> he just like, <laughs>
0: like used back. his neck he to like alive, in. But, you know, <laughs> Oh, so he was I'm like
2: Anna- Anakin. <laughs> I need to get into the water.
0: Yeah, he's like made uh... it. Made it. He made it.
2: just didn't have any limbs to. Went with, but he must have gotten there.
0: Special forces, motherfucker,
2: or <laughs>
0: gator? Yeah, a gator. Yeah. Gators. Him in. A, a gator yeah.
2: dragged him.
0: Yeah, toast and goaks, gonna... a gator's favorite treat. I'm gonna try to sneak in Star
1: Wars references in every episode from now on, but uh, that's <laughs> that's basically Anakin after Obi Wan cuts off all of his appendages and he's laying there on the side of the Mustafarian river okay. of lava, and it's just yeah, it's like oh that's crawling uh, to your own death. Would've, what would have been wonderful
3: is if he'd have survived and it would have shown somebody finding him and he <laughs> said that he was police and they just <laughs> knocked him out
0: <laughs> and threw him in the pod. Uh, he told an alligator that he was police the alligator was. just bit him. <laughs> we cut into Dexter's morning ritual working many of the shots from the opening theme in the process. Dexter comes to Rita's window because the kids are still asleep. Rita lets him in, and they have the sex. Rita tells (laughs) him to keep it straight, or she won't be there next time. That's how I say it. The sex. sex. Uh, Cody pokes him, and he says, ow. Aster asks if they're back together, and Rita says they are. So, we've got the... uh, Got yep, that side of things resolved. Um, I like
1: it. I like how he pops up in the window like it's like a like a Pee-wee Herman episode or, <laughs> or something. Like where he's like, "Hi," and she's it's like, cowboy "What are you...
0: Curtis? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> what are you doing out there? I came for the sex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, Pee-wee, get in here. <laughs> Take all these slats out of your windows so the kids won't know I'm here." <laughs> Uh, Lila has painted a massive 100-square-foot picture of Dexter. Deb is helping Lundy tie his tie. She asks if they still have time together. Lundy says they do. They talk about going on vacation together. Lundy wants to go somewhere cold. He's tired of the Miami heat, Um, which amen to that. Miami heat is the worst. Uh, Dexter brings donuts to work. One guy feels sorry for dokes and declines, but not Masuka. Uh, Lundy shows up to LaGuardia's office, she's still trying to clear his name, but Lundy says that the burned body was matched to Dokes by Dental Records, Lundy says that all the evidence points conclusively to Dokes. he tells her he's sorry, she tries to keep it together, but breaks down in tears when he leaves and closes the door.
1: I was just want to say I really hope that there's a, uh, like a fan film out there of Masuka's Dokes movie. I think that would be a great fan film to text Oh, Dexter. the movie writing? Yeah, like if there's sort of like a legit fan film out there somewhere that somebody filmed, uh, I almost feel like it's that guy who did the, uh, the the surprise motherfucker vines or whatever. Like that's just what that's what. <laughs> that guy. Masuka, yeah, that guy. That's Masuka's <laughs> fan film that he wrote.
0: It's <laughs> great. Some friend Rather, his motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Uh, Masuka tells Dexter it was likely a suicide that the stove was on, and so the gas. So was the gas. Uh, he also tells Dexter that he's writing a movie script about Dokes. He'd rather burn than get burned. That's his line that he walks away repeating so he doesn't forget. Dexter finds a GPS melted in the rubble. Rita confirms his is missing from the van. He meets Lila at an aquarium. Turns out that Lila picked the location, afraid that Dexter might kill her. Lila claims that she's always been afraid of Dexter. Dexter calls her on wanting to feel what it's like to feel something as deeply as the people in recovery. He says you don't have feelings for me you just have primitive impulses you know all the words but you can't hear the music dexter kisses her and security guard kicks him out lila explains to dexter what happened between her and dokes he apologizes for pushing her away dexter tells lila he has to run and invites her to go away with him in dexter's head he says you're going away with me all right in a garbage bag deb tells angel that she told lila to get out of town angel hugs her LaGuardia is trying to raise money for a memorial for dokes. Deb offers LaGuardia help and points out that she's raising money for a killer. LaGuardia says she's choosing to believe in dokes. She makes a point that hits home with Deb about what it will take for her to trust people again. And Deb says she'll leave a check in LaGuardia's office. Uh, Dexter goes to Lila's apartment to pick her up. All that's there is the giant painting. Mm -hmm. A woman walks in and Dexter nearly M99s Deb lila shows up with some snacks for the road lila figures out that dexter was going to kill her and picks up dexter's bag she threatens to open it when he says he thinks it's his deb says what did you do to this chick does your dick dance dexter <laughs> calls her and leaves her a message that he was acting in front of deb lila opens the bag and finds the kill tools plastic wrap and m99
3: and she seems surprised like i I feel like as soon as she saw the bag, like you said, she she knew that that's what he was there for. But when she opens it up, she still seems shocked.
2: I think probably the reality of, of the brutality of the way he does commit the murders probably hit her at that point. Like, it was kind of a, you know, it's Lila. She's flighty, and she's... Uh, so for her, she probably had romanticized it somewhat in her head. But then when she sees the tools and realizes they were going to be used on her, I'm sure it kind of...
0: I think, yeah, I think in the scene where, uh, where they're they're with Deb, she's trying to play along with Dexter, like, oh, maybe we are just pretending that Dexter's here to yell at me and I'm leaving and I'm not going with Dexter. But she picks up that that bag as sort of a, uh, kind of as a like veiled threat of, but I could open this in front of you and we could know for sure what your plan is and if it's like Dexter's packed to go on a trip with her then he looks bad in front of Deb so it's like she's she's protecting she's protecting him from Deb finding out that they're leaving together but in the in reality what she's doing is giving herself the proof that Dexter was not going to go away with her he was going to kill her
1: yeah, right. Because she doesn't know the, what's in the bag. She just picks, she just knows it's Dexter's bag, and she picks it up, so yeah. she can only assume she doesn't know what's in it yet until she finds out, and then she's like, "Ah, ah. I think that's what. Yeah. That's
0: how it sounded in her head was ah, because because <laughs> it's Lila. There's a lot of. She said the word friend a lot of times. I don't know. Yeah, and she's like, "My
1: friend. <laughs> oh my god, my friend is going to kill me. Christopher Robin, can you come see
0: me." Christopher Robin. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I just British stuff. I just say British stuff, and then it all sounds like oh Lila. my God,
3: British
0: stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deb shows up at Lundy's, ready to go on vacation. Lundy's been called into a new case in Oregon. Uh, Deb tries to take leave to go along with Lundy. He tells her to slow down and think about it. Deb tells him to buy a ticket on his flight. Uh, Cody and Aster are being watched by a random babysitter. Hey, look, there's a babysitter all of a sudden. Lila shows up and M99s her.
2: Really bad babysitter, by the way. Somebody knocks on the door when you're babysitting. You don't walk all the way out the door down the block to see who it is.
0: Uh, Matthews gets a call from a woman with an English accent who said that she had information on the Bay Harbor Butcher, mentioned Dexter by name, Dexter figures out that Lila wants to keep Dexter at Miami Metro so she can hurt him another way through Rita. Dexter tries to wake up the babysitter. She's confused. Lila and the kids are gone. Rita arrives and calls Deb as she's about to get into a cab. Deb has to make up her mind and tearfully chooses to stay behind and help uh, rather than go on vacation with Lundy.
1: Oh, I was going to say this is sort of like the uh, plot to Hocus Pocus. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That was more like Sophie's Choice but whatever Uh, No, that's it (laughs) uh, Dexter finds the kids at Lila's apartment. Lila sets the apartment on fire and slips out, trapping Dexter and the kids inside Uh, Arson seems to be her thing in this episode. Dexter breaks a window and lowers Astrogreth and then Cody out. The window is too small for Dexter to get out he uses a weird piece of wrought iron to try and get through the chain door, but it doesn't work. He flashes back to Harry, asking Dexter what the uh, what he remembers about the night his mother died. He says he doesn't remember anything. Harry says that's good, and then he's going to be troubled for troubled by it forever. But it's good that he doesn't remember very much right now. Dexter manages to break through a burning wall, setting himself on fire in the process. Deb shows up and puts the fire out. Deb says, you're going to be all right. I've got you. Uh, Lila is shown boarding a plane. Rita and the kids are outside. Lila's talking to Dexter. Rita tells Dexter it's okay. They're safe. Uh, And Deb puts out a description of Lila. Deb asks Dexter how he can be so relaxed. Dexter says, I'm good at departmentalizing. And then he says, I don't believe in a higher power, but at this point I can feel there must be some force that wants me to keep doing what I'm doing. So, uh couple of things. So, if Deb had chosen to go with Lundy, we're supposed to believe that Dexter would have burned up in Lila's apartment. That's one of the things that happens here. But more importantly, um this episode is a just the treatment of Rita in this episode is just shockingly bad. Like Rita is just cool with everything. And like none of the things she's cool with in this episode, she should be cool with. Uh, it's it's very inconsistent with her character. Uh, Lila kidnapped her children and set them on fire, set the set the room on fire, and she got them back, so she's she's fine. And she and Dexter are good, and she'll see him soon.
2: Yeah, that's one of my complaints about this episode. That's one of the. Re- I didn't like it. For one, Rita was just like, oh, okay. You know, we're all good now. Like, no big deal. Not concerned about where Lila might be. Somebody is targeting your children. But we're fine. Everything's great. Because they
0: have the sex early in the episode. (laughs) Because last episode... Sex makes it okay. Last episode, the way things were left with Rita was like... uh, He kissed her at one point, and she was like, slow down. Like, we're not... We're not ready to be there yet. So it's just like, all of a sudden, he can do no wrong. He can set her children in a room on fire, and she's totally cool. Like,
3: I believe we've yeah, already established right. that his dick dances.
1: <laughs> so.
2: mm-hmm. yeah, she's totally like, not having any questions about the relationship after this all went down. You know, it's part of her not questioning, like, okay, well- Lila. Yeah. Should I still be trusting him? There's no way she's just gonna bypass that.
1: Yeah. Um. I actually, there, Dale, I meant to ask you because you watched the Blu-ray versions, right? Yes. Um. Did you notice the that uh, the actress who plays Lila had a um, cold sore on in one of the scenes? On her lips?
2: Noticed it. (laughs) You did? Oh, you did, bro. I noticed it on Netflix. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Netflix. You can see it. Really. It's
2: so distracting. I couldn't look away from her lip.
1: Yeah, it was in the scene where she picks up Dexter's bag, and and she's there with Deb and Dexter. But yeah, it's like very right there.
2: Right in the middle of her upper lip, yeah. yeah. Couldn't look away.
1: Yeah. So then, now to my second point on that is that if <laughs> if Dexter is just making out with her throughout the episode rampantly, and then also making out with uh, with Rita rampantly, I mean, this guy has got to watch where he's putting his lips because he's going to be spreading a lot of mouth herpes. And I think well, there's just, a
0: lot of people that have that with no symptoms, so you know maybe he gave it to lila for all we know probably but more than likely it was angel
2: because angel (laughs) does the
0: passion and that's how you get the mouth herpes (laughs) (laughs) well played sir
3: uh there was a scene here that was absolutely wonderful um when Deb puts out the description of Lila, she says, "Pale is a fucking corpse. <clears throat> as, as, like, and the, the guy official writes it down as a
0: fucking corpse. Got it.
3: <laughs> it's so good.
2: I thought also the scene in the apartment when she's setting the fire was just so campy. It just looked so. It just wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't up to the standard. What I would expect, I guess. It just. That scene.
0: You know what would have been fucking great, and I just thought of this? So, Lila sets two fires in this episode. Okay? Let's change it to one. Let's change it to she finds Dokes, she goes back to town, she's planning to skip town with Dexter and leave, leave Dokes out there, finds out that Dexter is going to kill her instead, kidnaps the kids, takes them to the cabin with Dokes. And lights them all on fire in there. <laughs> Dexter has to save the kids, but can't save Dokes. And Dokes dies in the fire, and Dexter and the kids get away.
2: That's what I wanted it to be! That's When I'm sitting here thinking why I didn't like it, that's what it should have been. That would have been
3: great, but you would have had to change certain things from the previous episode, Such as them finding his rental car and going out there and, and searching for the cabin. Yeah. So, I mean, subtle changes, but it, it could have been it's, managed. I think that would have been way better than what we got.
0: Yeah. I And I think, like, if you have the FBI working with Miami Metro to find someone, I think that could take weeks. Um, I think Miami yeah. Metro could really slow that whole process down. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, true. True.
3: that's
1: That's fair. Uh, I I just blame Scott Buck. I think at this point, <laughs> we got to go back and blame Scott Buck. This is where you know, again, the question uh, arises, is, is like, when did it start to go bad? And I think this whole Scott Buck thing is really we're, we're keying in on
0: something Because he was a writer here. on the last episode. Mm-hmm. He, he was co-writer. He, so set, he set too much up last episode that they couldn't
3: That, yeah, other, guy, that other guy wrote like the entire <laughs> episode and Scott Buck came in and was like, I want to put one line in here. And he's like, they find the cabin. Fucked everything up.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all goes back to
0: him so after a fade to black false ending we see Lila walking near the Eiffel Tower I wonder where she is that was another like eye rolling moment uh, she gets a postcard from Miami that just has a picture of dokes on the other side which <laughs> I gotta say I wanna send you guys one of those like every year for the rest of your life <laughs> just a postcard with a picture of Eric King
1: on it I'm gonna
0: hold you to that That's gonna Got be amazing it.
1: Please
2: do that. Please.
1: I really, really wanted it to have the picture and then next to it in the little line area say, surprise, motherfucker! It just would have been, like, perfect. I
3: wanted it to be that picture of dokes undercover with, like, the fucking
1: eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Um,
0: Dexter shows up and injects an epidural, which paralyzes her but keeps her conscious, He thanks her for giving him clarity and stabs her in the heart. They have a very short conversation for that whole epidural thing. Uh, LaGuerta, Dox's mom, and sisters, and Dexter are the only mourners at Dexter's funeral funeral service. And his sisters seem to have shrunk or gotten younger since the last time we saw them. They were like adult women the last time they were having dinner with Deb. And this time they're like these little skinny girls next to their mom. Uh, Angel and Deb receive commendations from Miami Metro, which is saying nothing. Uh, and Dexter puts a new empty box of slides into his air conditioner.
3: What did Angel get a commendation for? Like, not raping somebody? <laughs> not being
2: I'm guilty Yay, of we're cleared.
0: <laughs> That's a big step for Miami Metro.
3: <laughs> Congratulations on
2: being somebody who didn't break the law. Yeah. If you don't fuck up at Miami Metro, every day that passes without a fuck up, you get a, a, an award. They they have a they have
3: one of those flip boards. It's been so many days since our last fuck up.
0: <laughs> I think everyone got a, got a. We're not we weren't the Bay Harbor Butcher commendation because Stokes was. And they just
2: got like medals that say yeah. not the Bay Harbor Butcher. Yes.
1: Um, you know, I think I think it's the the saddest point in the whole season when you see two friends. When one friend kills the other friend in such a way where you, it just really, you know, stabs you in the heart. And it's sad to see Lila go. I think it's sad to see Lila go, and I think we're all going to miss her. I know you guys don't want to say it out loud. It but isn't, and it's not.
0: Um.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I do appreciate what you did there with the stabs you in the heart thing. That
0: was good. I, I, I will say this. I'm glad she's dead. Um... <laughs> I'm glad that they didn't leave her as some cliffhanger for the next season uh, yeah. because I do not want another season of Lila. Um, and yeah, I thought it was really strange. Um, to me, it just felt like at least they took care of this because the way those first 10 minutes like, just sort of ended the season... And then they just kind of added on this extra thing with Lila, only to have Dexter just stab her in another city. It's like, really? like 45 yeah. minutes of this episode are just bullshit.. Yeah. And the other ten minutes is the end of the season.
2: Well, I hated this scene. I didn't like the way he killed her. It just' it, it I didn't all like wrong. the way they did. It was, it, at all. So many, it was all wrong.
3: There's so many questionable things that happen between Dexter and Lila in this episode alone. He, he calls and leaves a voicemail that they can eventually find where he's like, hey, Lila, let's get together and run away. And then he hops a plane to another country, I assume has his passport stamped, stabs a woman, gets back on a plane, and immediately heads back
0: well, home. Well, he stabs her and places her in a transparent body bag. Which probably says Miami Metro on it. (laughs) Probably. It's like some sort of like fashionable French body bag that you can see through. I don't get it. Well, it... They don't have black trash
3: bags in France. It it might have been a garment bag that he just happened to have. Uh, (laughs) They are in Paris. And
2: a zipper and everything. It was definitely a body bag. But, and also medically, if I may just point out, how did he give her an epidural just like... Just really quick like that. That's not how that works. You're yeah. taking a really big risk because you're probably going to miss. Well, it's not how he's going to kill
3: her
0: anyway. It doesn't matter.
3: He's taking
2: <laughs> Right, but he's not going to paralyze that's her if he misses. She's going to take on That's part so fronted.
0: stupid. It's like, it, it's, it's, so, it's such a weird, like, hill to die on. It Like, follow me on this. Like, they, like you guys are saying, they fly him to another country where he there's a record of that. like He went through customs, he has a passport stamp that says Dexter Morgan went to Paris, and he kills her. Now, they sort of hint at the idea that he didn't do the M99 thing because he didn't want to bring M99 across the border. So, he got this epidural thing instead, Or he wanted to have a conversation with her, but it's like, he already has a process for this. You M99 them, you incapacitate them, and then when they wake up, you can talk to them all you want
3: before you stab them. And that's what he said. He's like, I have a flight to catch, so I don't have time for my normal ritual.
2: But so you do this completely other ritual that doesn't even... I mean, an epidural is a lot less likely to keep her down than the M99, so you're taking a really big risk of her just...
0: You know, and going because you're not going to
2: hit the spine.
0: He doesn't need any information from her. So, like, what are they supposed to talk about? Why? I don't get the point of like, like just kill her in her sleep. Like, it, it. This is not this hard.
2: Well, paralyze her for two minutes, then stab her in the chest. What?
0: Yeah.
3: Also, this is a post 9 11 world. How did he get these (laughs) weapons across?
0: (laughs) Like. He just he just took the uh, slice of life all the way from Miami to there, the uh, there you go there
3: you go
0: the, the southern Are, are coast we of sure it was the
2: real Eiffel t- Tower? Was it maybe mm. the, one the one in, in Vegas? Vegas. Vegas?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> she just went to Vegas.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of rituals, um, since Lundy's going to Oregon, does he still take lunch at one p.m. Pacific time, or <laughs> is it three p.m. I see. I don't. I don't know. I just, we just lose Lundy. We never hear from him again. And he he got on that plane. And I want. I want more. I want to know more it, about what it happened would be to eleven a.m.
0: Pacific time. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that's too early for lunch, though. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about. You oh, guys man. have great points, but I'm over here all about Lundy. <laughs> it's all about Lundy's I lunch.
2: Eat before we record. are all about steaks. We're all about you know.
0: Right. I are must be true? hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have yourself a nice cucumber sandwich and think of Lundy. He's, mm. he's going to be out of our lives for quite a while now. Um. Uh, this uh, episode was directed by Steve Schill. Uh, he is the director of 13 episodes of Dexter across eight seasons. This is his second. The last was uh, season one, episode seven, Circle of Friends. The writers were Daniel Cerrone and Melissa Rosenberg, which is the same team as the Season 1 finale. On this episode, they wrote the story together, and Cerrone wrote the teleplay. Um, Cerrone is probably my favorite writer on the series, so I don't know what went wrong with this. Um, I just think they put the emphasis in the wrong place. I think they were uh, too wrapped up in the Dexter versus Lila thing to give it more thought uh, to deal with dokes at the same time to make it a little bit more exciting than they could have. Um, which leads us to the best line of the episode.
1: I was going to say I, I blame Scott Buck still for Michael or for Daniel <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Cerrone's uh ability. I think they had lunch together one day and and Scott Buck was like Daniel, listen to me, I've got a great idea how to end the season, and Daniel's like, okay, I'm listening, and then he just gets wrapped up in the Scott Buck thing, and I'm just going to keep harping on Scott Buck. Um, yeah.
2: Just you wait. Just you wait.
1: Uh, for best line though, I um, uh, I had uh, I changed it actually. I wanted I I loved the the silent uh, dokes uh, silent motherfucker towards the fire. I think that was great. But then um, Aaron reminded me of the uh, of the fucking corpse line uh, that the extra guy says. And I think that's been a thing for me as I picked a lot of like one off lines from extras in the last few episodes. So I think that was pretty good. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: I went with um Dexter says strange to have a creation out there running loose and screwing everything up. I wonder if this is how parents feel when he's talking about.
1: Yeah. Is that is that how parents feel? I'm not a parent, so
2: <laughs> Often. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: The juice is yep. loose.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um I like the line from Dexter early in the episode where he's talking about uh, different higher powers, and uh, you know, if the devil, if God does some miracles, you gotta assume the devil has some too.
0: I like that line. All right, how about worst line of the episode?
2: Lila saying, "I'm his soulmate,"
0: with a <laughs> single
3: tear.
2: So uh-huh. good. God, I'm glad she's dead.
1: <laughs> Heck. Fine, it's fine. We'll see. Uh, we'll see her in the afterlife.
3: Hope <laughs> oh, not. My not. my worst line was also Lila, but it was uh, you could have had it all, Dexter, and then she pushes over the candles.
0: Yep, that's pretty bad too. That's that's how she sets the apartment on fire and to kill Rita's kids in Dexter. What a bitch. Uh, what about the worst line of the episode?
3: Oh, I jumped the gun. That is that what we just did? Line. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay.
2: I was like, wait, did I just say I'm his soulmate? with was my the best? Yes, uh, we did it. We did it. <laughs> no, not we're, flipping the script. We're not we're doing it. We're on
0: to uh, performance of the episode slash... Non Michael C. Hall performance of the episode, if we all agree, he did have the best performance. I'll say this: I'm going to give it to (laughs) I'm going to give it to Lila
1: because she dies. Of course, (laughs) because she dies. eh?
2: That's that's the best moment of the episode.
1: No, actually, yeah, Dokes was great. Dokes and Deb. I think the whole like the main cast was great. It's hard to choose because they're all really on point with these episodes.
2: I went with Laguarda in this one. Um, that internal struggle she's having, um, where she's really trying to defend Dokes in, in light of the evidence and just the way she's playing those breakdowns that she's having. And I didn't hate Masuka this episode. I will say that, <laughs> but he's not getting ever performance.
0: He's just, he's just out of the penalty box for one episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, just because the scene when he was looking at, at the torso, he was, he was actually not terrible then but.
3: Retroactively, I would like to say the worst line of the episode is when Masuka says uh, he'd rather burn than get burned, or something like that. Yeah, uh, so bad. But I-, I have to agree, Laguerta did an amazing job.
0: This should have been uh, this should have been Dokes' big moment, and they did not write an episode for him to have a big moment in. They just blowed him up. Um, and so as exciting as that sequence is, it's like, you know, and I didn't want to say it while we were reviewing the episode before in case people hadn't seen it yet. But, uh, really last episode is the, the big dokes episode. Um, he's only around for 10 minutes in this one.
3: It's just so disappointing. Like this, this season has been so good to end on this note.
0: So now Dokes is gone for next season. Lila is gone, of course, for next season. As it turns out, Lundy is also gone for next season. And uh, things take a turn for the worse overall. Um, Season four is the one that a lot of people will say is uh, redemptive or is is one of the better seasons of the show. But uh, season three, I think, is the first real indication of... uh, the show going off the rails so it will be interesting to interesting to get into that and we'll do a uh, well, possibly we'll do a <laughs> season 2 wrap up episode um, and talk through all of that but uh, that'll do it for this episode uh, thanks guys for talking through all of this with me um, we survived Lila we survived Dokes. so uh, thanks everybody for listening we'll see you on the next episode of Deeply Discussing Dexter.